from LPM, Louisville Public Media. Support comes from Vision Zero. On foot or behind the wheel, safety is a shared responsibility. And Vision Zero Louisville believes zero roadway fatalities is the only acceptable amount. Their mission is to create safe roads by design, engineering solutions, and education. More information at visionzerolouisville.org. First it was Governor Bevan, then it was the State House, and finally this week the Senate passed a two-year budget plan. The latest version, written by Republicans, is similar to Governor Bevan's proposal to cut state spending by 9% over the next two years and set aside money for pension systems. Senator Chris McDaniel, the chief architect of the Senate budget, said that unlike the House's version, his plan is structurally sound. There are no one-time monies used for recurring expenses. Republicans criticized the House's version for taking $500 million in so-called extra money from the state employee health insurance fund and putting it towards the teacher pension system and education. The Senate's plan, like Bevin's, takes that money and sets it aside in a newly devised permanent fund for future expenses in the pension systems. Jim Carroll, a spokesman for an advocacy group called Kentucky Government Retirees, said he likes the Senate's plan because it sets more money aside for the retirement fund for most state employees. And we think that's that's preferable for our particular plan since it's in such uh, bad shape. The pension fund called the Kentucky Employees Retirement Fund non-hazardous, which includes most state workers, has only 17% of the money it needs to make future expenses. Carroll and others are worried that if the system loses any more money, the plan will become pay-as-you-go, meaning all of the system's assets will have been sold and the state will just be paying retirement checks straight out of its pockets. The House sets aside $89 million for the non-hazardous fund, while the Senate contributes $282 million. Carroll says the House's budget won't work for his fellow retirees. If we come out of this with something akin to the House plan, then, then this was a wasted session. Just not enough money to, to have an impact. Another major difference between the House and Senate plans is how to fund higher education in the state. The House's budget restored about $215 million in cuts Governor Bevan had proposed to higher education. The Senate added those cuts back in and imposed performance-based funding for higher education. Schools would be separated into three tiers, UK and U of L in one tier, regional schools in the second tier, and community colleges in the third tier to compete over $204 million in funding. Jason Bailey, executive director of Kentucky Center for Economic Policy, favors the House's take on education. The Senate budget uh, would make would pass costs on the students in the form of higher tuition in a major way. Bailey says the House version of the budget both addresses education and pension needs. Why would we not want to both do everything we can to pay down our pension liabilities by making the full art payments and reduce the pain? To, um, to these foundational systems like education and health um, through budget cuts over the next two years. That's the best thing that we can do to get ourselves on the, on the right path. Lawmakers are planning on having a final budget by Wednesday, at which point Governor Bevan will have a week and a half to review it. The legislature finishes up on April 12th. In other news, a former state official has been accused of taking bribes from a consulting firm to the tune of $200,000 in cash payments and political contributions. Tim Longmire was the secretary of the personnel cabinet in the Bashir administration and served as a deputy attorney General until a few days ago. U.S. Attorney Kerry Harvey refused to say which political campaigns received contributions from the kickback scheme. We have no reason to believe that the candidates whose campaigns received the tainted funds were aware of the scheme. 
The consulting firm won contracts to advise the state employee health insurance program, which is managed by the personnel cabinet and insurance companies Humana and Anthem. That's your distilled rundown of the news out of Frankfurt this week. For the Kentucky Public Radio Network, I'm Ryland Barton. Support for LPM Podcasts comes from the Eye Care Institute and Butchertown Clinical Trials, where they strive for diversity, equity, and inclusion within their staff, patients, and clinical trial participants. To learn more, visit butchertown.clinic.